morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's Morning Coffee with Larry on the morning drive to work today. Hope you're all having a great day and uh, are planning on a fantastic weekend because what day is it? <laughs> it's Friday. Oh, I've been looking forward to Friday for a while. So, anyway, I hope you've got some fun plans in store for your weekend. Um, we've got several fun things that have already kicked off for our weekend. Uh, last night, the wife and I, and uh, we met up with her sister at the old Roxy Theater in Shelbyville, and we watched a movie, uh, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later on. And then tonight is, I'm trying to think what they call it, Twilight Nights or something like that at Balling's Winery just outside of Stewardson, Illinois, and they have live entertainment, so you uh, you go and sample one of their uh, bottled specialties of wine and, uh, uh, and enjoy the acoustic entertainment that evening. So uh, that's tonight, and then tomorrow night, Effingham High School is going to be putting on a production of Radium Girls. Uh, if you are not familiar with this story, um, it's, uh, it's a true story going back, I don't know how many decades, uh, but it was in, the, I believe, in the early part of the 1900s, where after the element radium was discovered, they were using radium on all kinds of things, but specifically clocks and West Clock. Uh, was one of the companies. There were several that would hi hire uh, young girls, uh, teenagers. Uh, they would come in and work and they would paint the numbers on the clock with radium paint. And then at night it would glow. So you had this glowing clock. And you know there were different artistic designs they would put on it. The, uh, the method that they would use is they would uh, use their their lips to twist the end of the brush into the into a very fine sharp point and then they would dip it into the radioactive paint and then do their painting but then they would have to twist it into a sharp point again so they wound up ingesting the radium also they would paint their faces with it and then go out at night and they were known as radium girls uh, you know because they would glow and then they all started getting horribly sick uh, from the radiation poisoning it's it's a tragic tale uh, but it's one that I have read up on and it, um, it, it's going to be, um, uh, I think, a really good production there at Effingham High School. So if you have the opportunity, it's being performed this weekend. We're going Saturday night. So we have a variety of fun things to do. But let me, let me go back to last night and have that as, as my, uh, my talk this morning. The movie is uh, the movie Overcomer, and you may have seen some of the trailers. I've seen it uh, for a little while, um, but it's a uh, it's a Christian movie. It's made by the same folks that did uh, uh, 
oh, now I'm blanking out, uh, courageous, uh, fireproof, uh, remembering the Giants, uh, a lot of really good Christian-based but very good quality mainstream films. And basically, kind of in a nutshell, without giving any spoilers, uh, what you have is a kind of a perfect storm of crises. You've got a town that falls into crisis. You have a school that falls into crisis. You have a basketball coach that falls into crisis. You have a 15-year-old girl that falls into crisis. You have a terminally ill man that falls into crisis. And so you have, again, this perfect storm of crisis. But the underlying theme that is, is brought out, and you can say applies to each and every one of the individuals, to the school, to the town, is a question. Who are you? If I'm asking myself this question, it would be, who is Larry Quicksall? And how would you answer that? Would you answer that as, well, I'm, you know, I could answer it as, I'm a therapist. And you might answer it according to your job. You may answer it as, you know, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a wife, I'm a spouse, I'm a teacher, I'm a good friend, I'm, you know, however you answer it. But the question is, if you answer it with something that could be taken from you, then what are you? And this is something I found a lot of times during my years working with hospice where a person has always identified themselves based upon a profession or based upon a particular role. And one thing that is certain and unchanging in life is that nothing is certain and unchanging. Whatever role you are in had a beginning, has a middle, and eventually it will have an end. The things, the different things of our life change. And when we base our identity, when we place all our eggs into that basket, and for whatever reason a change comes about, and you don't have that anymore, then who are you? And if whatever your next answer is, if that is taken away, then who are you? And if that is taken away, then who are you? Some of you listening may not even know who you are today. Maybe this has happened, or maybe you're a person who never really developed that, that concept, that understanding. And that's where in the movie, it leads down to the very simple but very powerful Christian answer is, are you able to say, are you a child of God? Because if you are, that can't be taken away from you. 
you may give it up, but that cannot be taken from you. And what do you put your identity in? These things that can and will change? Or do you put your identity in what cannot be taken from you? That transcends this life. And that is the question. That's the question that this movie poses. That's the question that many other ones can pose. And you can look in almost any movie where there is some sort of a crisis. A lot of times, this is that crisis. And when we stop and think deeply about what is the foundation that you, that I, that everyone is standing on, is it something that you want to build that deep foundation on? You know, there is a biblical story, parable, about two men. One builds his house on sand, one builds his house on rock. And the storms come and the waves crash. Well, we know. We all know how that story ends. The house built on the sand, the sand washes away. You know, we had the, the hurricane just recently hit the Bahamas. You know, you can look at past hurricanes where the uh, you had homes that were built on the outer islands, uh, you know, just off the cor- uh, off the uh, coast, you know, there on the east coast where it's it's just sand, and you have beautiful mansions. I remember whenever that big hurricane hit New Jersey a few years ago, and then went on to flood a lot of parts of New York. You you had houses that were swept away and where they stood is now water because all the sand was washed away. See, when we find ourselves in crisis, when we have been standing high on the ladder and we get knocked down some rungs, do we fall or are those, is the bottom part of the ladder the steady part really what you can stand on. So, as I wrap up for today, because I'm getting close to work, I would encourage each of you to do a little um, self-reflection. Self-reflection. How would you, if somebody asked you who you are, how would you define yourself? Because how you're defining yourself is probably what's most important. And is it really what you want to have to be most important in your life? So if you haven't seen the movie Overcomer, get out and see it. It's a good one. I think last night was the last night there at uh, Shelbyville, but look it up. It's going to be out on DVD probably very soon because it's been out for a little bit. This is definitely one that you will enjoy that uh, you want to have for your family. It's a really good one for kids. It's a really good one, I think, for, for people who are, who are facing those kinds of challenges. And they want to overcome. They want to 
be an overcomer. And really, that's kind of what a lot of this podcast is about. Become an overcomer in the different things, the challenges, the struggles in your life. Just make sure you know where your footing is. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.